0: This episode is brought to you by First Response. First Response recognizes that not all pregnancies are the same and neither is the road to get there. The First Response brand is fervently committed to supporting, sharing, and empowering all pregnancy journeys and providing accurate information, especially to those struggling with infertility, loss of a baby, and maternal health inequities. With a variety of tests that detect pregnancy hormones early and often, First Response is there for you every step of the way. All First Response pregnancy test products are available for purchase at all major retailers in-store and online. Be sure to pick one up today. A quick note before we get into the episode, Oversharing is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical or psychological advice. Always seek the advice of your physician or mental health professional. Hello, and welcome back to Oversharing. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And we have a very special guest. We had floated the idea of having Jared on this show. I'm sure you've, if you're listening to this now, I'm sure you've already seen it on the description. And if you don't know who Jared is, it's kind of weird because I feel like that's, you know, uh, we we discuss we discuss the You Up show a lot on here. We discuss you, but Jared is my co-host on You Up, and we're very excited to have him on the podcast. Stand up comedian extraordinaire, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. I am a fan of the show, so it's very exciting for me. To see, you know how you know the other family works. You know, the, the, I'm, <laughs> I'm sharing a co-host. This is like going into, you know, your, your mistress's home. This is <laughs> the, the,
0: the, this is, <laughs> this is um, that's very the funny other side. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What
1: no, do this, you guys it, talk
0: about without me? Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, I know it's exciting to be here. I, you know, I'm I'm. As even though that we talk about like dating and relationships and, you know, we always kind of get analytical about, you know, I, I'm, you know, admittedly not an expert in any of these things. I am talking out of my ass all the time. So it is nice to be here with with you, Dr. Naomi, a professional. And it is, uh, I feel out of my league. So I'm happy I'm here.
2: No, I'm, I'm excited. And, you know, I, I am a subscriber, a benefits, you up with benefits subscriber, and I feel... I love the conversations that the two of you have. Like, I, you know, I think that you really, there was one in particular, I'm not going to remember what it is right now, but you guys were like therapizing each other. And I felt like you were really giving each other some great feedback. And, you know, I I I think you guys have it. You have, you know, you ask good questions oh, wow. and you, you know, you dig in. And there was one episode that I was listening to and Jordana, you were trying to help Jared with some of his, Struggles, and I really think that you ask great questions. So I love what you guys are doing too. So I'll put that I'm a fan, you're a fan. <laughs> um, right, we're all fans, therapist so. approved.
0: Love yes. it. That's right. um, Dr. Naomi, before we jump into you know exploring Jared's dating issues, you have another group coming up,
2: right? So let the audience know about the group, where they can find it, all that. Totally. I'm really excited. So I'm starting a new mindfulness-based interpersonal relationships group. So that's going to be meeting on Wednesday mornings at 9.30 Eastern. So if anyone out there is interested in learning a little bit more about mindfulness and kind of how you can take that into improving some of your interpersonal relationships, this group is awesome. It's just, I mean, group, I've said this before, is one of my favorite parts of what I do, because it's not just me. Everyone gets to kind of call each other out and get lots of opinions. You get you get um you get a lot of validation. People that are going through similar struggles as you. Um and sometimes you get people who have been through a similar struggle are on the other side um, that can offer some helpful insights. So and just the group dynamics are a really cozy place to explore what's going on.
0: I love that because, you know, sometimes you have, you might have a lot of great friends, but if none of them are kind of like going through the same sorts of things as you, you might still feel kind of like isolated. So it's great to have these targeted groups about like things that people, you know, they all want to talk about. It's already like vetted for your interest in this subject. So I think that's great.
2: And the confidentiality piece is huge because you, you know, there is still that fear. You tell someone in your friend group and maybe they slip up and tell someone else. And, you know, now it's kind of a topic of conversation, which never feels great. So everything's totally confidential, which is a cornerstone of how it works too. So if anyone out there is interested in getting their feet wet in group therapy, shoot me an email. Um, Ooh, I was going to do, I was going to unveil my new Gmail address. Oh
0: my God. Wow. I was, I was just about to say, now we throw them the Yahoo address. (laughs) You can't forget it, but I'm so I, glad don't, I,
2: I I don't think I don't think I have it. I, oh, you don't have um, it yet. okay <laughs> wow, okay I mean, still I embarrassing. Still embarrassing. still embarrassing no. yeah, I have it next next time I will get it to you. it's um, I don't remember what it is right now, but you can hit me up old school nostalgic typing yes. in that yahoo. It's dr. naomi at yahoo dot com d r n a o m i at yahoo dot com. Don't feel shame right, it's okay.
0: And that's how you know it's going to be anonymous or confidential because this email is so old school <laughs> that you couldn't even get it out to the world if you wanted to.
2: I have a Gmail. I'll find it.
0: <laughs> Next time there will be a Gmail. You've heard it here first. 2023. That's, that's your, your Gmail year. And speaking of therapy, let's get into some quasi three-person group therapy with Jared. I thought it would be fun to sort of get another, get a get a second opinion on on those same issues that we talk about on benefits. Wouldn't it be funny if this wasn't we weren't we weren't even putting this out? This was just my way of getting you into therapy. Right, this is <laughs> like, it. We're gonna do an
2: episode, <laughs> uh, and, then you, and then you just get a Venmo request right, at the yeah. end of the episode from me. This um, isn't covered by insurance. <laughs> So we
0: decided not to release it, and uh, right. it's like that, that Creed Thoughts episode of The Office where they, you know, they open just like a Word document, and he thinks he's like um, posting it to the internet.
1: Right. If another <laughs> bubble pops up on Zoom with my whole friends and family that have been brought together,
2: <laughs> then I'll really get nervous. Like a yeah. big
1: intervention. Yeah. The, we're all here because we love you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly.
0: Um but no, I think that this is going to be a really interesting episode and I think like the I guess I could let Dayo, I let, let you take the reins on this one, but I think we're and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like what the big interesting thing to discuss would be would be like what's holding you back from going on more than one date with a person. That at least for
1: me seems like sort of like the gist of of your struggle. I I guess the gist of, like, what I've been going through dating-wise has been, like, I'm going on, like, a nice t- – having a nice time on a first date and, like – and going, okay, what next? Or, you know, and and then going – you know, I guess I see eye-to-eye eye with, like, uh, a lot of the emails you guys get where I'm, like, why aren't I getting this, like – and maybe I'm not a person who gets that, but this, like – hit over the head of like you gotta pursue that road i'm almost like sitting in front of a and we talked on the last you up with benefits um episode that it's not even out yet um but just about like and the description of like being presented with detours like when someone tries to fix you up they're like you can go down that road and you're like i've gone down that road i'm not even excited to walk down that road and you're like even first dates, you're just like, okay, that was a fun time, but do I want to go down that road that could end up being a dead end? You know, and I, I described these people as dead ends, and it was like, it does sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, it, the, but it's just the idea of like having to, you know, I think a lot of people who are single, especially as they move into their 30s, they get into this like, oh, I don't want to do that again. I've already played those levels of the video game, and it was hard to like, back out of those levels of the video games and, like, start from the beginning. And I think, like, every, you know, the fear of starting from the beginning, I think, is, like, seen differently, male-female, maybe. But the, the, the sentiment's the same. Is like, you know, maybe... I, I think a lot of women stay in relationships with someone that they're just okay with because they're like, I don't want to start this again. And I think a lot of guys don't go forward yes. because they don't want to have to end something again. Yes. And that's, like... And I only know that from the emails we get, and just my own personal experience. So I think that's where I'm at if I was to speak, you know, for someone who's connecting with me on a larger level.
2: Right. So so let me ask you this question. What have your experiences been like? Because we talk on oversharing all the time about how your emotions kind of live in your body. You don't even notice it. But, like, mm. there's something that's going on in your body, whether it's, like, a little nauseous feeling or a tense feeling or a... Um, that then tells your brain, like, back away. This isn't, this is not, I. this doesn't feel good. Like, when people say trust your gut, like, right. literally, it's like a feeling that you have in your actual, you know, stomach or your intestines or whatever that leads your mind to go a certain way. So I guess my question is, long-winded, have you had experiences in in untangling yourself that have been painful or that have been you know I use the word traumatic lightly but like being in a relationship and finding it hard to get out
1: anytime I've ended something no matter how small the relationship is it has been like guttural like anytime like and I'm not even I'm not even thinking of one person I'm thinking of legit I'm thinking of like so many scenarios of like you're about to go into someone's apartment to be like I think I got to end this and like you're about to knock on the door and you're like the minute I knock I have to keep going and right. it's like and and you have that like ugh I'm gonna knock I'm gonna knock and then you do and then you're like hey we got to talk and you're like ugh you know like even just saying hey we got gonna talk you're <laughs> so like,
2: like, like literally right uh, now as you're describing it what are you feeling was, in your body oh
1: awful awful because you're like disappointing someone like I you know I do sense in myself going on, you know, like being a good date, you know, like I I do sense myself being like, you know, I I think it goes back to like, you know, just do the right thing, you know, and I think in dating that's kind of like hurt me a little bit. Like just do the right thing, like be a mensch is like goes back to like. Just, you know, just fake it, get through, just be, you know, and I think, and not that I'm on dates faking it, but I do, you know, if you go on a date and you do the right thing and you do it right, and then it's like, well, what about the second date? That was pretty good, because I'm always going to be mediocre at, at, at worst, you know, right. so, um, and so like, even like sending a text, and I've done this with Jordana, like how many times have I been like, is this the text to send? And you're like, mm-hmm. this doesn't even matter, this person, you went on one date, who cares?
2: like a like an ending it text you're talking about this is all right right this is
1: i mean even from breaking up to like a relationship to sending a text to someone that like after a second date equally hard Mm -hmm. to me equally equal i mean not equal but the same yeah the same gut feeling yeah
2: honestly i know it sounds crazy but like take a second and like Literally physically in your body as you're talking about this. What are you not in your mind, not your emotions, but
1: like in your physical body, what do you feel? Like I guess way down. You know, like if I'm to think of it physically, like like when I get when I get the text back like no worries, totally understand, I feel like this like like I could glide away. Lightness, right. Right. Like I um and and I know this so much of this is ego and i may maybe i should let go of that because i'm like you know it's almost like i don't want to be that person who's the ego filled person who i know this person is going to be okay no matter what the scenario you know like i know that inherently but it's also like i do I, i'm admitting to i don't feel great that i feel that weight. you know i don't feel great that i feel that lightness i feel like a bad person it sounds like you've probably had a couple that have that have
2: gone poorly in the sense that you feel like you've negatively affected somebody or there's some lingering you know if it, if everybody was saying no problem best of luck i don't know that you'd be feeling this way
1: right i do f- you, you feel some guilt when it comes to like you don't want to think that you've wasted anyone's time but i i never felt that i did like i think i'm willing to like i think When someone tells me I've wasted their time, I'll just believe them. You know, like I'm just like, yeah, I guess I did, you know, uh, I kind of like lay down in fights. So like, I think like when you lay down, like you'll just be like, yeah, I guess I am the time waster. I'll take it. I'll be the bad guy. Just get the fuck away from it.
2: Right. You don't you want know, to prolong, like, the, prolong right. the conversation yeah. with a separate <laughs> right. argument yeah. about whether... Right. Or, yes.
1: Yeah. Whatever you you're say, I'm evil. Okay. i mean Okay.
2: Can yeah. I go now? Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, maybe that's where your work is. You know, maybe your work is in sort of like, you know, your truth, you know, mm-hmm. whether or not in your heart and your soul, you're a mensch, you do the right thing. And maybe it took you a little bit longer than you wanted to, to figure out that something wasn't right. But I... I believe you and I think you hopefully believe yourself when you say there was no malicious intent. You weren't intentionally wasting someone's time. You were maybe figuring it out or a little bit nervous or trying to find the right way. Or, But it sounds like there might be a piece of you that doesn't trust that, you know, that that, he, that right. hears that voice of that woman who was really angry in that moment and said you wasted my time or who hears the voice maybe of your mother saying be a mensch or do the right thing right. or I don't know whose voice it is, but...
1: Well, I, you know, I do this, I do, I do this a lot with Jordana, but I do it, I do this alone podcast um, and my dad listens to it and my dad uh, has always, he likes it. He enjoys the show, but he says that there's some episodes he's like, you're double talking, you know, you're, you, you know, he's, he points out that like, you're not, take a, take a position. He's like, you're you know, you can he and he says it is interesting that he's like he can tell that I'm straddling so that I don't offend anybody. Mm -hmm. And I do and I and I do that purposely because I do think it's a more interesting conversation, especially if I'm doing an alone podcast where I'm talking about a predicament I've been in. I can I do understand someone seeing me from this angle and thinking badly of me from this angle and i think if because if, i do that a lot i think like i kind of just go oh I, you must be right from that angle you know like i don't right. really take that strong-handed i'm right you know like and and no i think i'm right i don't care what anyone else thinks go fuck yourself like i i you know that i i don't know if that's even a healthy way to go because I, when i see that in other people i'm like that person seems like an idiot to me But a little bit of that might be better than none of them. Right.
0: If you're looking for simple but quality products for your five-minute makeup routine, or you want full-faced glam that'll stun on a night out, Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Thrive Cosmetics' beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. One of my favorite things about my Thrive products, and I love the mascara, I wear it on every single recording I have because it looks like I'm wearing eyelash extensions, but I'm not. I also love that Thrive Cosmetics supports communities that I care about. I also love Thrive's new Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlighter stick made to brighten. and open your eyes, giving you an instant eye lift. Just apply to the inner corner of your eyes to look rested and effortless. You can use it as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow or use the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. The Foolproof formula makes it extremely easy to apply and blend any of the 16 shades. Perfect for five minute makeup or full face glam. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics. Luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com/oversharing. That's thrivecosmetics c a u s e m e t i c s.com/oversharing for 10% off your first order. Spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power and get ready for summer. I love working out with Peloton. I take their yoga classes multiple times a week. I also love Pilates. I just love that the classes on Peloton are so well done. The music is great. The instructors know what they're doing. I know everything's gonna go super, super smoothly. It's an app I can trust. I always feel better after I take a Peloton class. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, Peloton has classes for you, giving you the flexibility you need to move your body. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. If you can't run, take a walking class. If you wanna level up, go to their Pilates or HIT workouts. Or Try yoga if you just need to ground yourself. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton is everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row, or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Well,
2: it's got to be hard. I would imagine... Dating and being, you know, having these all these platforms that were and people just having access to you through DMs and giving their opinion on everything you say and every, you know, women that you date get to hear all of this stuff and your thoughts. thoughts Well, I mean, they're hearing
1: this right now, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) So they 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 one Google, which again, I I understand that. Like, if I had an open if I could hear someone talk openly and I'm more honest here than I am on dates sometimes.
2: Okay. So that leads me to my next,
1: right. It's easier here because you don't, you know, I can give my opinion and I can speak from 10,000 feet on a podcast.
2: Right.
0: Right. It's more personal, obviously when it's, when the person's, um, when it's about the person in front of you, it's like, then they're not, well, that's always kind of something that I wonder because you get, so many again so many women listen to this show they listen to you talking about like this struggle that you have and yet so many women really want i'm not saying oh why would anyone want to go on a date with you but you get like so many women who are like and maybe that's something that's kind of wrong with them because i think there's so many women who are like i'm the person that he's gonna want to go on date five with um right how do you trust that person (laughs) right but you're saying you're saying like it's very unlikely that we're going to get to date five and like all the women who are DMing you are kind of like, I'm the one who's going to get him to date five, mm-hmm. which is an issue probably more of a podcast episode for them. There's a, that's a different story, <laughs> right? But um, I'm sh- yeah, it's Yeah. Why am I like pursuing va- this? Right. Well, it must be just a very unique position to be in, where right. you know, it's like the real life meets the meta version of of someone
1: talking about their experience with you to the world. Right. that And that also like adds pressure to it in another way where you're like, you know, bringing someone into this world where I'd be actively talking about a, like I can understand that they would like, you know, you have to wait on that. You know, like if I'm, ta- you know, when do I introduce this person into the greater context of how I talk about dating, you know, and that's like another thing to think about that holds me back. And then I used to always... I, I mean this and again I I'm not confident enough to talk like I could I always think of someone listening to me talk about this and they're like this fucking guy can go fuck himself like I like I always think of someone listening to me like who the fuck is he who you know what you know like uh, it, it, to someone who's having trouble meeting someone this sound like I can understand how I sound braggy like I don't mean to sound that way like but again now I'm thinking seven degrees away from me and it's exhausting. You yes. know, like I can't defend myself to what everyone thinks of me talking about dating. Like I have to just go. Yes. And that's not fair to me, but I do, it does dawn on me. And then again, like Jordana, like we receive, we've heard from every scorned woman. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we've, yes. Like I've heard, heard every,
2: yeah. I've heard every, You can heard the cries. I yes. cannot
1: claim ignorance, and any scorned woman who writes into us, I go, and they're talking about a guy. I go, I've done that, I've done mm-hmm. that, I've done that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm like a hero in any of this. I'm not professing myself. I'm going. I get what that guy's doing, and you know, I think the power of you up is to give a little bit of to like give a palatable response that he can't really give, and that you know, right. like, you know, so Speaking but I. Him. I'm speaking and I say that all the time right like like I'm speaking this is gonna sound icky but let me give you what he's thinking Mm -hmm. and so I it's so hard because I'll give you an example I went on three dates with this person we made out that's as much as anything happened and we held hands (laughs) so (laughs) we talked about this
0: intimate yes
1: it was in, in, and I could feel, and I know I shouldn't do this, but I, and this is a lot of men getting my position. We're three dates in, we haven't been physical. Um, I'm very attracted to them, but I'm also not sure. So they're like, well, let's get together tonight. And I'm still sitting there going, well, this is going to go to, another place probably physical i mean do we go and then i'm in my head i'm going do we go out and i say to them i'm not ready to go the next step because i'm not sure like the the amount of honesty i would have to give in that scenario is so uncomfortable to most people not just me i'm but i legit so it's like why can't i get to the fourth date because i couldn't just go and i have done this don't get me wrong like i've been in that position where I felt like man I went out on that next date even when I wasn't sure and then regretted it completely cuz I'm like fuck like cuz now the other person is more into it than they were before right i'm assuming how much they are into it and i and i try not to do that but like i could tell the person I was on this third date gone three dates with I was like they're thinking i in my mind the this way this could was be seeing, something this could be something it, it, and you and exactly. you still you weren't a no you were like i'm not sure i'm just not where they are you know, and I is knew. it I'm not
2: where they are yet, or I'm not where they are. I'm probably not ever going to get there. I'm probably not going to get there, right? Because, because
0: statistically, my... you won't, or because, like, because the chance is low, or because
1: you're just you don't see it with them. I don't know. I don't know if I'm just not like giving into it, or if I'm just like like I'm putting up a block. Like I don't know if I'm not giving them. Like I did have fun. You know, we, we went, through, we went, we hung out three times. Like. I was like in, there was a piece of me that was like the physical stuff won't change my mind.
2: Right. I wonder if her, if her being into you is like a, if you seeing that it's funny because our brains are like wired reactions happen so quickly. You could just see this like longing, leaning, like look in her eye that mm. reminds you of like another person that did that that who you then had to hurt and who you then couldn't be the good mm. guy and do the right thing and i wonder if you getting that vibe that someone's interested or that they are vulnerable to being hurt by you
1: right triggers you
2: and then you're kind I of know, like
1: you're so right because i saw that look i did and i was like and i was like uh oh. Uh oh, back like I, I bet you yeah, you like... literally I bet
2: you you literally had like a thing where you kind of like sat back in your chair a little bit in
1: that right moment and I I saw that look and I knew that I didn't have the same look in my and you're right I I probably did scooch back and I just remember and and I was like I gotta I gotta throw water on this was my thought. But I wonder if you're jumping quickly to if
2: I'm not on the same level as her right here on date, what did you say it was three? Three. Yeah. If I'm not there on date three and she is, this is dangerous. Like this is a position that doesn't feel safe for me instead of thinking, okay, I'm not there yet. But like, if you didn't have all those past experiences, you might be like, well, maybe since it's turned out badly perhaps in the past and you end up looking like the bad guy your first the fear of that overrides the potential of maybe
1: right and i get and i i think a lot of times and i i'm put in this position of like if you say go we go and i hate that position (laughs) like it is like like if you say relationship we could try this like Jordana, that's, that, mo- I,
0: that's most kind of like relationships. I feel like kind of happen that way. Where, but the man, because the man is like a little bit less like. I don't want to generalize, but a lot of the time it feels like the man is like, you know, has to be convinced to go, or like if he's if he's down, then we're both down, like. Mm-hmm. Right. For all the most me, steps of of that kind of thing.
1: Right, and I that I guess maybe that's why I like the you know the people that play a little bit harder to get, you know attract me more because i'm like oh okay, at least it's up to them too right. you know <laughs> like and i'm not and, also, and i'm I'll not listen. gonna hurt
2: them i'm not gonna like devastate this right.
1: person right and this isn't me telling you know it's funny because like on the podcast you're put in this position of like people are, like should i play hard to get and i'm always like no like that's uh, you shouldn't play games but i'm also like i i and i'm now i'm sitting here going being like the game players, but they're not playing. Games. I don't, you know, like I, I don't you want believe someone who, that genu-
0: the people- G- who genuinely isn't that into you, right? <laughs> I don't want them to pretend right. to not be into me. I want right. them to actually not like me. That much.
1: Right, right. I, I, I want them to be disgusted by right. me in a real, you know, uh, visceral way. I, I. <laughs> <laughs> right, that that is because uh, I I don't trust I I I'm a bullshitter, so I understand I you can't bullshit a bullshitter. Like I know when someone is like playing games, hard to get, and it's really just a, a mask for their insecurities. Mm-hmm. I can I can po- point that out pretty quickly, but you know, it, like even that DM that I sent you, Jordana, I got a DM. This girl came in fucking hot. She was like, here are my stats. I got a big family, here are the pic. She sent 10 pictures. And then she's like, just tell me the dates and I'll be in New York to go on that date with you. And I'm like, "Nope. wait, you don't even fucking live here? No, no, (laughs) I'm not telling you a date to get a fucking Southwest ticket. To come to, like, just say the date and I'm in. And it's like, again, even in that scenario, I'm, like, crippled by the idea of, like, say the date and I'm in. Mm -hmm. Say it's a relationship and we're there. Tell Mm -hmm. me we're, in you know, tell me we're going to get engaged and we're down. You know, say you want to go to the suburbs and we're on the U-Haul. Like. I don't want that responsibility. And I guess that's like a little bit of growing up for me to do. I don't know. I'm, but it's also like a, a little bit of like, what if I'm wrong? You know? <laughs>
2: well, yeah, I think that's the, the spot where if you can just like recognize that that's happening in the moment of when it's mm. happening, instead of just like letting that whole rush guide every it's, it's in your body. Like you let, you let that whole thing guide you know, you probably back off and you never talk to the person again. Or you send the text and you end it because it's a little easier to send it after three dates than after 30 dates, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's hormonal. You know, I don't I don't know if I spoke about this on the podcast. I don't think I did. But men and women, there's an attachment hormone that exists in your body. Mm-hmm. And for men and women, that hormone is released at different times in the courtship process. And Jordana, you actually said this once which I thought was really great. I don't know if you made it up or you got it from somewhere else, but like women kind of just want to attach first and then figure out if they like you. And men are like, I need, (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah, I'll change you later. Right, Right. I just want you to commit and then I'll figure out how to handle whatever I have in front of me. And men are kind of like, no, I want to sort, which seems more rational. I want to actually like you first and then commit. But hormonally what happens is For men, when you meet a woman and you're attracted to her, like this three-date woman, there's like testosterone, right? You want to have sex with her, and Mm -hmm. that's kind of what's driving it. Maybe some dopamine. She likes me. She's pretty. But there's none of this male attachment hormone, which is vasopressin, which is something that is not released during sex. So you're not going to get attached during sex. She may, which is Mm -hmm. what you're afraid of, right? She might Mm -hmm. release oxytocin after sex, and then she's going to be more bonded to you, and then that's when you're going to be like, oh gosh, now I have to decide, it's all up to me, I'm going to hurt her. But what happens with men is once you allow yourself to get to that place where you are attached, and once you give it a little bit more time, then, as crazy as it sounds, your testosterone will drop, which doesn't mean Mm. that you don't want to have sex anymore, it just means you don't want to have sex with other women. Right, you only I want to have sex with her.
1: I believe that wholeheartedly. Like I, 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 I mean, it's science, but I'm saying like I see. You say that I'm like I, I can see that. I even said to Jordana on the benefits episode, like about like I think I'd be uh, like I'd be a very fun relationship guy. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I dive into that. I know that, but I, but I also know to get me to that there's this, like large mountain of yes. fear. I want fear and I want to fuck people and I want to <laughs> like you know like and and she's hot, she's hot. I'm on the dating apps, like all this distraction. And I think like there might be someone I, I would think a lot of women listening to this might hear me talk about this and feel oddly comforted that this is like an actual Not personal It's not personal, right? Like, like none of this is about like the people I've dated or the people I'm talking to on dating apps. It's like, hey, we we don't talk anymore. It's like, yeah, there was another fucking thing that flew in front of my face, like, (laughs) uh, (laughs) right, like, (laughs) like, um, and that's a very honest thing I'm saying that can, you know, that I hope would make someone feel better in a weird way. But I, when you say that, I'm like, I totally get that. Like mm-hmm. I'm like there's all this distraction of fear and Well the fear of know,
2: hurting her, I think seems like that's like the blinding fear for you.
1: That's the biggest thing. And you no know, you know, and you know, and then I think a lot of people deal with that. You know, I don't I don't think I'm alone. You, you yeah. hear right? Do you hear yeah. this from men a lot? Yeah,
2: for sure. I mean, look, I think in some ways it's great. You're like sensitive i mean you wouldn't be able to do you up if you weren't a sensitive guy with an emotional intelligence and able to read i think you're really reading people their body language their Mm -hmm. verbiage you're reading into everything they're doing so you're very sensitive to how you're affecting people which is great um and i don't think it's abnormal but i do think a lot of guys probably don't really give a shit as much as you do
1: well also they're not in a position to have to give a shit you know like i i think that i and i don't i think i'd be the same way with or without a podcast or a public platform but because yeah, you, you know have a
2: jewish that... mother guilt in the back of right. your mind <laughs>
1: right i got a mom ready to yell at me yeah, yeah i so yeah i i don't it's hard i am i better now <laughs> it's
0: done all done <laughs> There is nothing better than feeling yourself, especially when your denim looks and feels good. That's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe because everyone is an icon in their own right. And Lee makes denim so you can own your style and feel good about it. I got a few Lee pieces that I absolutely love. They've been a wardrobe staple of mine ever since I got them. I just keep basically like switching between the two or three jeans that I got Every time that I wash them, they get more comfortable and they get more fitted and more flattering to me. I love that they flatter every body type. They're timeless, so you can wear them at any point. I love that the jeans feel like comfortable yet flattering. I don't know how they do it. It's actually an art, and they have mastered it. Leah's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Rider jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com.
2: That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card, you call the number for help, and can't get a hold of anyone. If only you had a Discover card. With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know, even thinking about this testosterone thing, right? Like where if once you have sex with this woman, which is already going to, giving you fear because then she's going to get more attached and you're probably going to get more triggered and you're going to lean out and you can, you're like writing it forward. But what I would do is if you want to work through this, right, let's just see what's actionable here in terms of like Mm -hmm. changing something you can change or do differently. I think it's, and you're not going to like this advice, but maybe like holding off on sex a little bit longer while developing more of like that emotional intimacy piece and like seeing how that feels and riding out that wave of what if I hurt this person and maybe even communicating right. that to her like I have this fear I don't want to hurt you I'm still not sure and kind of getting yourself over that hump of I'm afraid if I give in and I like act like we're in a relationship and then I change my mind next week that it's gonna turn out badly for me so as hormonally not having sex will allow you to get to that attachment phase before the next shiny object kind of runs into your, cause you'll still be kind of like, I want sex with this one. You know, right. like, I haven't gotten it yet. I still kind of want it. I think it might help you progress to that attachment phase and also just communicating your fears of hurting her and ha- maybe getting that reassurance on the front end of like, okay, we don't have, let's just do this. I I get it. I know you're not sure that's okay. Or, you know getting some reassurance from her that might take you down a notch in terms of like i can't lean in or i'm going to end up looking like a bad guy here
1: right i i and this isn't to say i'm like having sex with all these people right away like i that's not really my thing you know like i i if i'm being totally honest like i've chosen um eating food and pizza Late at night over women more times than I can. <laughs> much safer. Really... They're not gonna yell at you the next day or send you a nasty text. Right. right. Pizza just just screams out of your asshole. It doesn't really <laughs> you know <laughs> I you know, it doesn't scream at you. You know, so but I agree with what you're saying. Like to me, like holding off on sex, like that's not even like like the the as much the issue. You know, like I don't it's not a it, it's almost it's almost weirdly not the issue. Right. <laughs> like, what about I'm talking,
2: like, What about talking with her? Kind of like, I'm not sure. I get the feeling well, that you kind of, you know, I want to see where this goes, but like I, you know, I'm still figuring it out and maybe let, give, I, letting
1: her give you a little bit of, it's okay. I've already, I, well, even that person that I referenced, I've already ended that. Like I, I got, <laughs> I was like, I got so far. <laughs> I got so far in front of it that I was like, uh, uh-uh. I, I don't mm-hmm. even want to have that conversation if I'm not at, it, like I would ra- like I get like it's 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 weird because it's like to me, if I was having so much fun with the person, you know, I wouldn't need to have, you know, the sex stuff. I would be like, we'll get to that.
0: I think that's sort of the the other issue is like, I don't know, like it feels like to me, like you never get so excited about anyone like you're right. saying like if i had that feeling then i could then i could ride it out and see if i could like get over that thing but i don't get that feeling but i don't know that like you can and maybe you can you're tell, correct me if i'm wrong if you can pinpoint a time when you did have that feeling about anyone not and and i'm not saying oh he's incapable of mm. feeling excited about anyone that's not right. what i'm saying but maybe that looks differently to you, like, are you kind of like, I'll know when I, when I see it, I'll know.
1: Do you trust I'm playing that? that game. I don't, I don't trust that. I'm playing that game and I'm never seeing it, you know? So that's, that's, um, that's a hard part of it too. Like when I see it, I'll know, I'll know when I see it. And else when I see it, I'll know has like kind of how I lived life to this moment. And that's, um, I'm not seeing much shit. Right. my my hunch is your fear
2: is n- is not going to allow that when you see that look in her eye
1: mm. that
2: somehow you're going to get blocked and you're not going to let yourself get there so i do think in some ways and i'm not saying to if i mean you're attracted to this woman i'm just, if if everyone someone has everything i would just try to recognize that feeling whatever that is that trigger i think you get mm. a little triggered recognize whatever that trigger is like literally feel it in your body okay i feel heaviness i feel gut you know something in my gut i feel like this thing and just like breathe through it without necessarily needing to take action on it Mm -hmm. and see if you can find your way to the other side of that something about this fear of like if i pretend or if i'm not sure and i move forward and i hurt her Where I think that maybe blocks you from creating that, you know, enough emotional intimacy to keep you connected long enough. Right. If that makes sense.
1: It makes sense. I guess, I mean, another part of this is like, I guess like, like ending things with people that I know, if I know, I just have to end it. Like I can't leave these like open tabs. And I think I do that fairly often too you know even with people that i don't feel the need to end it with like right you know maybe like, you think you know uh, but you don't know though
0: like if you're like i know if i know then i have to end right. it but maybe it's like maybe that's maybe listen less to that part of your brain because it's like what what do you know like what, what like that that know, they're shit, definitely yeah. wrong <laughs> Like what I'm right. saying, like, is is it like I'm turned off by this person
2: or is it right. like I know? That's a good question. I like your your questions that you ask.
0: When you say I know, like, what is it? Like, oh, I know, like, I can't see myself married to this person. What is the feeling when you say you know?
1: That's the feeling. I can't see myself married to this person. So why would I even, you know, go forward? You know, and are the reasons
0: and because like they said something annoying or
1: like it's I, I don't know. It's not ever something specific. I'm just like, I can't imagine it. But then I'm like, what am I even imagining? I'm imagining this like ghost of a thing, you know? Like, I, but I do, I mean, you saw the special. Like, all those jokes are about looking forward and creating a reality that this person has nothing to do with. Like, I kind of like look forward and I don't see it, so I don't go forward and yeah i don't know and i think that's something like i'm not alone in doing you know if you talk about dating apps no. and yeah. what what people get annoyed with they get annoyed with things with people they've never even met so they're extrapolating their you know and right it's kind of what But well, you're you do.
0: assuming they're going to be a certain way
1: right right i'm going to i'm assuming that this relationship will go a certain way yeah I just want to validate that. I don't think you're alone in any of this because, mm. you know,
2: I, I just don't want you to leave here feeling like, you know, we're picking you apart, like some kind of anomaly, you know, like no. there's something <laughs> so, so wrong with you here. I do think We've it's a man. common. Let's, let's <laughs> beat his, uh... break him open, uh, open his brain, find out what's inside. Right. Uh, um, No, I I totally, I get it. But, you know, the truth is, I think we talked about this at one point. Eventually, you're going to pick someone and they're going to annoy you. And you're not going to be attracted to them one day because they don't look that good or whatever. You know, whatever it is, there's going to be some stuff there. that
1: So it's never going to be... Well, I know that they're going to be a disgusting monster one day. I know... (laughs) In my heart of hearts. I'm kidding. In my heart of hearts. Yeah. I, I, I know. And, you know, no, but I, I, I'm I also like, I guess I don't want to believe that I'm like this nitpicking person, but I do sound that way. But like, I know that it isn't like, I, I kind right. of like, like the mess of a relationship. Like, I do like the the mess of two people that are a little fucked up and kind of carry each other through with, right. you know, those things. I understand that. I, I But I'm like... You know again I guess it goes back to that like it feels like it's all on my shoulders to like push Mm -hmm. through or not you know like Mm -hmm. like just you know just tell like there's so many instances and it gets exhausting of like just tell me I'm a disgusting pig that you never want to love ever again or be with me and you're like (laughs) 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 Yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I I don't feel either of those. I There's somewhere in the middle. And then they take the middle as, okay, well, let's see. And I'm like, right. well, no, I don't right. want to let's see with the middle. You know? Right, right. Be in love with me or chop my head off. That is like the yes. constant. And, and, and I have so many times, and again, this goes back to like be – be a mensch. Be a good guy. Be nice. Where it's like, well, do you, but do you hate think, me? You go no, <laughs> you know. Like, and I, then right. I think
0: it's like be in love with me or chop my head off after three months, not after three dates. Like I don't think I'm I would be demanding like be in love with me or chop my head off on date on date four. Like that seems well, like an unrealistic expectation on the other side. After three months for you to say I'm still figuring it out, or after six months I don't I don't really know. Then yeah, maybe I would prefer. I it's I deserve someone who would know by that point. But I don't think like well, most people what you're are demanding saying is that. Correct.
1: No, I know I agree with you. They're not demanding that. But here's where like where it comes to this like what Naomi was talking about with this like this guttural feeling. I think in my twenties I was I I told you Jordan I was like I would always get in ten month relationships, you know, and I. I think the timeline kept creeping back as I got older, as you know, like and if and I'm shorter. to like sell, yeah, shorter and shorter. If I'm to self diagnose of this, like when does this stomach punch start? Mm-hmm. Like maybe ten, you know, twenty seven. It would start at like six months, you right. know, and then at thirty it starts at, you know, th- you know, three months, and then at right. thirty seven after you know, a long relationship that ended with a breakup that ended with a move out. Now it's at three dates. Yes. You, you know, like you, I, you're,
2: yes, that fear center of your brain that that like protective piece mm. is getting more efficient. You know, right. that that protective piece of like, OK, I, I see this forward. I see what's happening. I can. It's like if you swing at pitches that are coming 100 miles per hour and you do that every day for a week, you're going to get really fast. You're eventually you're going to hit one. Because right. you're going to react so quickly that you're going to get it, so a I swing think earlier and earlier, yeah, right. So I think that you know that I I I that's actually makes perfect sense and is kind of an argument for maybe like breathing through that gut punch for a second. If if everything you know like if everything else seems great, you know, because I think sometimes you're. You can't trust your own brain. You can't trust your own gut feelings. I know everyone likes to think that like you can just like trust your gut. Mm -hmm. And yes, sometimes if you're in a dangerous situation, sure. But I think with something like this, where you've you've been on the bad guy side of this, not because you've done anything wrong, I'm sure. Right. Like I'm sure, you know, you seem like a great, nice, kind hearted, sensitive person. I don't think that you're a bad guy, but maybe you've been perceived that way by an angry hurt woman. And you've internalized some of that and are now acting very quickly to prevent that from happening. So my only advice here is to see if you can have that feeling without reacting right away or feeling like you need to make a decision or you have to act on a decision because you have that feeling. And maybe just seeing if you can breathe through it a little bit, you know, do some meditation or yoga or go for a run and go on, you know, just kind of. And it might happen again at the next date, especially if you feel like she's starting to fall for you. I'm Mm. sure that's going to trigger you a little bit. But there's nothing... Giving yourself the green light that it's okay to end something. And this is what I talk with a lot of my patients about. Until you're married, you can end it at any time for any reason. You can end it six months in. You can end it three years in. And you didn't waste Mm. anyone's time. She could have broke... If she's not happy, she can end it. If she wants it to move faster than it is moving, she can end she it. Can end it. Mm. There's nothing mm. wrong with you deciding 6 months down the road this isn't the right person for you. That doesn't make you a bad bad guy. Right. Totally agree. You're right. down and the like, road whatever right. it is. Unless
0: you're standing in front of all your friends and family and saying I promise to love you forever. Right. And I have it in writing. <laughs> 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 and there's a legal document. Well, And even, I mean, even then people get divorced, you can always change, you can always change your mind. That's like sort of the thing about (laughs) like the society that we live in. But like, I think it's obviously like higher, I can understand the higher stakes fears of that fear of that. Mm -hmm. But I agree with her. Like, like you can feel angry and sad and mad when someone breaks up with you that you thought you were going to marry, but it doesn't mean that the other person is a bad person. In fact, it means they're a good person because they didn't just do something that Mm -hmm. because you asked them to do it and they didn't want to do it.
1: Right. Well, I'm I'm truly flattered that Naomi thinks I look like someone who would go for a run to calm themselves down, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or yoga,
1: <laughs> or yoga. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just slap on those Lululemons and do some yoga to breathe it out. You work uh, out my, in the rom com field. Out. I I'll go to the rom com field. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I I agree. I I think that's. I think this is like an exercise for me to like give a shot to like i need or obviously give a shot but i need to try and breathe through these things and yeah i think also like you know it's funny like my brother even said this to me recently he was like you know you're either dating every night or you're cleaning out house like it's always the case right you know right. and I that's to the point of not going forward with anyone. It's like these dates are like all easy their first second dates. They're their first meetings there. You don't owe anybody anything you can make out on a street corner and feel good about going home and click your heels. And then you get to those and then the other side of it is like, oh my God, I got these four people that want to go on this fourth date and I I don't really know how I feel about any of them. So let me just get rid of them. Mm So right. I got to kind of breathe through some of this.
0: I think also dating less people at a time might be good. Like fewer I, people that I you, agree with that. you know, you don't have to go on a first date with everyone.
1: Right. Any
0: other parting advice? Do you feel like you could do that? Could you, breathe, could you breathe through the third date
2: to go on the fourth date?
1: I can try, you know, <laughs> you mm-hmm. have to do it.
2: And even like a mantra, like telling yourself like, I'm not, you know, I don't know what you could tell yourself, but like you're not doing anything wrong. If you decide a week later or whatever that you don't want to date this person, you can break up with anyone at any time. That's okay. And I think just reminding yourself of that um, might help you kind of breathe through and say, if I I get it. If it's a definite no, it's a no. But if it's an I don't know, then, you know, you're not doing anything wrong by spending the time
1: to check it out. Right, allow yourself to work through an I don't know instead of just ending an I don't know before. Right, yeah. Because I think for that you, and I don't think-
2: know is com- more, and for so- a lot of guys, and I don't know is more complicated, like emotionally, trauma, past experience. It's not just I don't know. It's I don't know, and I'm predicting this is going to go away. That's not because that's how it's gone in the past. So I'm predicting right. that forward. So now the 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 fear is overriding the potential you know the the possibility of this
1: right that i mean that's that's exactly what it is like that that speaks to me you know like like you're not yeah it, uh, the the fear takes over and i don't know every time mhm right so
0: maybe next time you're on third date and you have that mm. urge that triggered urge to just to just send her that te- that well-crafted text that you probably have in <laughs> your back you. pocket from me yeah. that i that i've <laughs> written <laughs> <laughs> you text Dr. Naomi and you say, I want to end this right. thing. It's probably not going to, probably not. And maybe, uh, maybe you can, uh, you can give him a, a meditative I'll intention. Breathe. I'll help you breathe yeah. through it. a
2: meditative intention.
1: I would like that.
2: Yeah. Well, right. We'll, we'll craft you an, an intention too. That that would be good. I don't know I like, if you listen oh, yeah. to the,
1: uh, yeah, I know. I like the intentions. Oh, well, we you have an probably, intention, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, the top I, of your head. Yeah. I think something <laughs> along the lines something that would free you of this burden that you carry of, of not hurting people, you know, or of not, of, of having to end something like just, you know, I intend to choose possibility over fear, something like that. You know, I intend to intend to open my mind to the potential and, and breathe through the fear. Something that's gonna allow you to kind of take that fear of looking like the bad guy, hurting somebody, letting it go on too long, maybe, you know, whatever that entails, and just like quiet that and free yourself of this guilt or even something about, I can, even as simple as, I can end something with someone at any time and I'm still a good person. You know, like just g- giving yourself that freedom that. You don't have to decide there's no time limit where you have to decide if you want to marry someone by the fourth date or if you even if you think there's potential to marry someone by the fourth date and it doesn't make you an asshole
1: right yes. right
0: And anyone can always leave you they always have that power so it's like you don't have to think of everyone as a victim. mm-hmm
1: right they're not getting I what wish they, they would want. right
2: <laughs> And then you I come wish. running back right yeah. sprinting.
1: <laughs> Just be honestly disgusted with me. That's all. I, yes, that's, that's, that's the best I way
0: have. to lock you in. In the market for investment-worthy
1: bags, watches, and fine jewelry, rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands including Louis
0: Vuitton, Chanel and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at REBAG.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com and use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase.
2: The Hargan
0: women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing
1: but detectives would soon discover inside the house there were the bodies of two women a story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true
0: i am just praying to god this
2: is
1: a sick joke from 48 hours this is blood is thicker the hargan family killings listen to blood is thicker the hargan family killings wherever you get your podcasts should
0: we do a couple trickers I'm so.
1: down. Let's yeah. Do oh, oh, I feel relieved. i Do you feel good? I feel good. I well, ish. I. I. <laughs> it's. <laughs>
2: it's probably relief. Relief. We're gonna stop talking about you for a second. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's the relief. <laughs> Let's talk about these other it's,
1: crazies.
0: It's like when a serial killer <laughs> donates their brain to science, and then we. Just, right. I'm I, just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not evil. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no you're not evil at all all right so we're gonna play some triggers Jared's favorite part I know you always you and when we're recording you up you always have a um have an opinion on these so I'm excited I have for you so to play many with
1: us. thoughts on the triggers it is they're so good they're so like meaty I like how real they are because like you know when we first started doing red flag deal breaker a lot of them were like and he wets his pants and you're like that's not real you know like this <laughs> these are like juicy These are real for sure yeah yeah all right and we're gonna rate them
0: i'm excited we're gonna you're gonna rate it with me okay hi dr naomi and jordana big fan of the podcast i wait patiently every tuesday to be able to listen to it the minute it comes out thank you i have a situation for the triggered segment my partner and i live very far from both our families we are talking 20 plus hours on the plane far that's pretty far A few months ago, we both flew back to my hometown for a family wedding. We were going to stay about two weeks there before flying back. When I arrive, I realize my mom hasn't taken a single day off to spend time with us. My mom is one to two years away from retirement and and could retire at any moment and has lots of leave available over six weeks a year. How triggered can I be? I had to ask three times before she finally took one day off. My partner and I both took more than two weeks off of of leave to visit and spent over $3,000 on flight tickets each. Keep doing the Lord's work with this podcast. How triggered can she be? What what do you give it?
2: I mean, I personally, I I think this is pretty triggering. I mean, 20 hours on a plane, two weeks, whatever it was, two weeks off work. She couldn't take one day off. I I would be pretty triggered by that.
0: Maybe she's like, we'll hang out on the weekends. (laughs) Right.
1: There's a piece of me when I hear this, I'm like, you know, it's funny that you're like, how triggered should I be by my mom's mental illness? You know, like <laughs> the mom is mentally ill. Right. Like, like she's two years from retirement. She has the leave. She obviously has this thing about work where she can't.
2: Like, like this a is like
1: thing. Right. 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 There's something obviously wrong with her. So it's like, I don't really it's hard for me to take the side of the sane versus the someone with like a real issue, like, and, and how do you like negotiate someone with an issue? Like, I I guess like my, I, this goes back to the therapy session I had where I'm like a people pleaser trying to like make everyone happy. I like my thought to this person would be like, well, did you plan any events that she had to actively turn down? Like, did you say like, here are some things I want to do? like, Obviously, you just... Like, my mom, if I'm just around, is happy. Mm -hmm. She doesn't need to do things with me. You know, I just need to be... She needs to feel the heat off of me. (laughs) You know? Like... (gasps) Like that, like my mom... When are you coming? When are you coming? And then I get there and she's like, okay, good, you're here. And then she'll leave. Like, she doesn't hang with it. It's not like she's on top of me. So I can understand where this mother is going. I just like that you're around and I don't need spend all know, day with you th- right what, what are we gonna do you know like and this person's coming with no options
2: yeah right I, I you know I, th- I think there's a, that the, the fine line between like you said is it a workaholic thing or is it just selfish you know like right. I'm just not even consider I could see well, getting what, off a plane were, after a 20-hour flight no one's home you know
0: if it were if it was like it's selfish what is the self how is it
2: selfish is my question it's just not considering her experience it's almost like well this is my life my life is going to continue as it does because that's my comfort zone and I'm not going to consider how it's going to affect you when you you know wake up in the morning the next morning after you arrive and I'm gone all day and you're just if she was going to sit in the house all day she could have sat in her house you know without taking a 20-hour plane ride until, I guess they off. have dinner or whatever. Maybe she has less needs of uh, right. connection in that way, but I don't know. I would be triggered. You feel like you wouldn't. You probably like. I mean, more space is <laughs> <it's the> better. <laughs>
0: I'd be like, great. Like, we'll limit the. Well, it I guess if right. she's going home just to see her, that's a different story. It's like I need to know more about like their relationship. I think to decide how triggering this is. Like, how close are you? how like how far in advance did you plan this trip um have you how did you ask her to take the day Mm -hmm. off like again Mm -hmm. is there another is there a plan for something that you wanted to do on that day
1: off that's a big part of this like if if i got home 20 hour flight and my mom was like i'll see you and had like i'd be triggered but if she was like dinner at eight we have the reservation Like, that's a different story to me. And then she went to work. Yeah, I'll see you later. We got the dinner at eight and we're going to go out and that's when we're going to have our, like, because that to me, I'm like, oh, good. Now I got my day. I'll go see friends from home. Like, I'm 20 hours away from everything. I get to be in the country, it sounds like, that they're used to. Like, I, I, to me, yeah, I would need to know, like, is it just them that they are working or is it that they don't do anything? If they did nothing, I right. would feel badly. I'd feel sad. I'd be like, "Do you even care that I'm here?" Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's the the main thing. It's like, do you even care? But like again, it depends on like what this relationship is like. I, for me, I would love it. Um, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> well, like like my yeah. my dad needs to my my dad needs to like work out. Like just because I came home, my dad's not going to go. Well, I guess I don't work out today. Like right. this woman, this mom needs to go to work like like whether you right. think she needs to right. or not that doesn't right. matter like but is she doing anything you know that would be the
2: right the she's showing you that she cares that you're home i think an acknowledgement like you said is almost like okay i have to go to work today here's mm. the car here's some things you could do or whatever an acknowledgement of her experience i not you know like that she's going to have an experience while the mother's at work and kind of being aware of right. what that might be, I think would be helpful. I agree. If it's like dinners at eight, here's the car. I'm going to leave it for you. Go do what you got to do. And I'll see you later. I'm so glad you're here. Love you. Can't wait to see you. That's right. different than no acknowledgement of you're here. And I'm just going about my day as if you're not even here.
0: If it were like our mom, she'd be like, Oh, you're here. I forgot you were coming. Um, can you clean the kitchen? while I'm, at <laughs> at work <laughs> so and pick true. up like these few things that I need right <laughs> like, totally um, so, uh, yeah, become an assistant the... <laughs> actually though so right. I think a lot of it depends on like what what it's like
1: you know Right. I remember going home to someone's home once and visiting their family and was just kind of left to our own devices and I was like this does feel weird like I was like no right. one no one even took a moment, you know, like, is this, uh, how many hours do we have to spend here? You know, like it was a little bit of that.
0: Right. Yeah. No one thought about like, Oh, what are I'm cause there are, it's, it, I remember this in college. It felt like there were other kids who like went home and their parents were so excited to see them. And there was yeah. like, you know, they were like making their favorite meal and doing their favorite mm-hmm. thing. And it's like, we went home and it was like, here's a list of shit that you need that I that I've been waiting for you to get home to do. It's <laughs> like, why would I go home? All right. Like, not <laughs> That's not fun. Um, so, true. so, yeah, it totally depends on the um, on, I think, the type of relationship. But I guess if if all things, if she asked her, asking three times, I could see as being annoying. And depending on how she asked her, I would say this would be like a five-ish. Could be a five. Yeah. Depending on the relationship. I'm on board with five. All right. Hey, Jordana and Dr. Naomi. Love the podcast. Thanks so much. I have a triggered scenario for you. I understand my anonymity is going isn't going to be protected here but i don't care and anyone who knows me knows how triggered i am by the situation we have someone so triggered that they are doxing themselves right okay. <laughs> for my entire life people usually mispronounce my name at their first pass my name is sari rhymes with larry and ha- harry etc like sarah with an I. sometimes people call me Sari. so this name is spelled s-a-r-i Sometimes people call me sorry, and I always correct them in a kind way, as this has been the case ever since I was little. I'm very used to it by now. When I jokingly poke fun at my parents, whose names are Robin and John, for the record, for naming me something no one can pronounce and naming my brother Alex, my mom usually just laughs and says she'll pay for the therapy. LOL, it's fine, and I do love my name, and I think it suits me well. Okay. Anyway, here's the situation. I've been married for over five years, been with my husband for over a decade, and have spent a lot of time with his extended family at this point in my life. I'm Jewish and he's Christian, so we spend Christmas with them every year and see them a few other times a year as well. So now we have two kids together too. Just trying to put into some context why I'm so triggered. So get this, his his family still does not pronounce my name correctly. His mom and dad do, but his aunts, uncles, and their kids call me sorry. In the beginning of our relationship, I used to correct them, but after the second or third time, it just gets super awkward, and I'm too much of a people pleaser to keep saying, it's sorry, not sorry. I've even made the joke, my parents are not sorry they had me, and they still call me sorry. As far as I know, they're all mentally sane and can pronounce each other's (laughs) names correctly. So what the fuck? How triggered can I be? Jordana, what would you do if your husband's family called you Jordana? Like J-I-R-D. I think that's how you would pronounce this word. Dr. Naomi, same with you. Same with... Naomi, I think that's pretty much how you say it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Besides the fact that, that uh, these aren't good examples. Besides the fact that, that, that a 10 out of 10 seems appropriate here, what the fuck do I do? They don't have speech impediments, so there's absolutely no reason why they cannot learn to say my name correctly. Thanks so much in advance.
2: Sari, not sorry. You know, I, I relate to this because people don't know. You know, there's like Naomi, Naomi. A lot of people pronounce my name Naomi. And at some point I'm just like there's different ways of pronouncing it. If you want to call me Naomi instead of Naomi, it's really doesn't, you know, after 40 some odd years you kind of get yeah. used to it. But I guess she's not getting used to it and it's tweaking her. Um
0: yeah, I get called Jordana a lot.
1: It's very elegant.
0: Jordana. My yeah, mom like, so, okay. my
1: mom calls you Jordana. Yeah. Very, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very like
0: a uh, right like uh, I don't know, exotic. I think Jordana, right. Like Madonna. Right, <laughs> <Like> right. <laughs> I agree. It doesn't really bother me, but I could, I could see why she'd be like a little annoyed um, of, for it happening continuously. Although it is like
2: aunts and uncles, not the yeah, parents. Yeah, it's his extended family. Yeah,
1: right. I guess she thinks I it's just, rude. I am so against her. She's so annoying. <laughs> 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 I'm so. I hate people who get bothered when you fuck up their names like none of it i can't believe that these aunts and uncles are doing it with malicious intent like you know that that seems like maybe that's
2: what she's thinking like that they just know it's not her name and they're doing it to annoy her or something like that right
1: right and if someone did think that about me i would keep doing it to annoy them (laughs) i would enjoy annoying this person I she'd be the kids would be calling her sorry <laughs> every time she walked in her room. Go say hi to Aunt Sorry. Uh, yeah, go <laughs> yeah. Stop apologizing. You know, like I it would fuck with like her. Doing like that. any it does, and I actually like this family. Who even says someone's
0: name that often? I never say anyone's name right.
1: really. Like, when are right. you saying
0: someone's name out loud?
1: I avoid saying people's names for fear that I don't know their names. You know, so. Right everyone i know is buddy man dude bro <laughs> you know like that that's everyone to me so and especially aunts and uncles that like i don't know it, to me i like this family if they're fucking with her and i'm like i think that they're fun like i think that's like a fun little thing where they're like cuz if someone was like my parents didn't name me sorry like if they came up with these like these things to like Combat it, I would see that and I'd be like, oh, we got to go full on. Sorry, <laughs> we <laughs> like this is the family shit I live for. So, like, yeah, if I saw that, like someone was squirming every time my kids said, sorry, instead of sorry, I'd be like, kids, OK, we're going to buy a board game called Sorry. So, OK, <laughs> so- and. <laughs> We're gonna so start playing be, it around her
0: so you'd be just like her worst um fear is like true
1: yes right this is you, why 10
0: I'm, out of 10 totally yes right
1: <laughs> yes this is why i think i'll be a great fun father and partner this is the type of stuff that i would get into so
0: i can torment very
1: much i would torment is- a family absolutely i would I, th- this person would be my favorite person to bother at family events. Like, I would look forward to Christmas just to fuck with sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: What I'm sorry. Was, what's your therapeutic response to that?
2: <laughs> uh, after hearing that take, <laughs> I give it a 10. Um,
0: <laughs>
2: there are people know that. that exist. <laughs>
0: that, <laughs> well, I agree. If you don't like someone, saying their name wrong on purpose is probably a, like... Is like a very passive aggressive way of letting them know that. But like why wouldn't well, they like her? She's like the she's like the
1: the nephew-in-law um, Well, um, like the that's nephew's a, wife. That's my point for why I would want to fuck with her. It you know, you're getting annoyed at us for something we didn't mean to do. We didn't we didn't call you sorry because we wanted to fuck with you initially. Now you're assuming we're all these evil people that don't care about your name. When we just fucked up. We're sorry. We see you mm-hmm. fucking once a year and I don't know how I'm saying it. I'm drunk. I just had a bunch of eggnog and you're giving me shit for mispronouncing a name that I don't give a fuck about. You're so-and-so's wife. You know, like right. I, I went, I wasn't even invited <laughs> to the wedding and it's like, and then so I, it, it is, <laughs> you, invite it to the wedding. <laughs> you know, so like it's this like, you know, it's, it's, I didn't intend to to call you the wrong name. But now because you assumed I did intend to call you the wrong name, I will now call you the wrong name forever. And my children and my children's children, like if I were her, like this happened to my friend. This happened to a good friend of mine. The family called him Byron instead of Brian. And weird. they, he came, he, he's married to this woman. The whole family was like, I guess the grandfather, if I'm remembering the story correctly, the grandfather was like going on and on about Byron. And they all were mm-hmm. like, who the fuck is Byron? <laughs> and they're like, he's Byron with Jess. And they all, like, died laughing. And I think he might have gotten a little annoyed at it. And then the whole family picked up on that he was annoyed at it. Yeah. So now he's Byron to literally the whole family. And that's the most fun evolution <laughs> of this. And to me, her fighting against this, like, if I'm her, I'm showing up. I'm Aunt Sorry. Like I, she's got to go with the flow on this one. Like this is the the family doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Like just because this has been something you've dealt with your whole life doesn't mean we're new to the show. We're new to the Sorry Show. Right? We didn't. We we obviously we touched a nerve with you, but you know, sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's your name now, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> That's an alternative take. I like right. it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the therapy well, show, right? That's your name right. now, bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well,
0: that's a, well. That's my question: is like, is there an actual like, like, what is so hurtful to her about not being called the right the right name? Because she's called the she's called the right name by his parents, people she sees. I assume much more frequently. I do think there is something where, like, if if you if you are only seeing someone once a year you might not forget because you're not saying it all the time and people are like that with difficult names. So I don't really think it's that offensive. I agree. It's, I think it kind of, it is a little strange that she's that offended by it. Again, as two people, you and me, probably me the most with someone whose name is not pronounced correctly
1: most of the time. Her her whole email was annoying. She... <laughs> <laughs> she the whole thing about well i'm my parents are robin and alex they never have to deal with this and it's like this isn't your cross to bear this is not (laughs) like 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 just that whole thing about her family having names where they don't have to like she's made herself more of a victim than anyone would accept you know and like that's why these aunts and uncles don't give a fuck Because they're like, oh, we fucked up the name. Who cares? They don't know that she has this trauma because her brother Alex never has to deal with such misgivings. It's like, like I'm Jared. No one understands Jared right away. It always Jerry, Jerome, Gerard, Jared, Jeremy. And I'm like, yeah, whatever the fuck it is, just get out of the way. Like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) All
2: right. It is interesting to hear this take because I, my, my initial was no one would be doing this intentionally
1: to bother right. you. <laughs>
2: oh no, I, uh, this is the joke that I,
1: I would, I, I, I see so, this. Yeah, i so like, maybe,
2: maybe they really are. And I get, I get what you're saying where it's kind of like, come on, give me a real like childhood trauma. You know, and then we'll be very sensitive to it. You know, it's not like you're making fun of a handicap or, you know, it's it's uh, I hear you. She must have had some like elementary school like uh, trauma around this. Yeah.
1: Well, if she's around a a certain age, that whole commercial for the board game. Sorry, was sorry. I mean, like that's I mean, hit it on the head. I might have. I mean, that's got to be close to it.
0: So do you think the sol- – so, Jared, your solution is to just take it.
1: <laughs> oh, my solution is to – Join in. You can't beat them. Join, join in. Them. Right. Right. Okay. My solution is own the name. Like, my friend is Byron to this whole family now. Like, own it. Like, wear mm-hmm. a T-shirt with sorry on the back. Like, I – it's also such a, like, sari versus sorry. I, I kind of get it. Like I It's I, like Naomi
0: versus Naomi versus Naomi. Right. I don't really think of right. like that big of a difference. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Alex never has to deal with this.
0: <laughs> I think if it really, really bothers her, she could just continue to correct them every single time.
1: I, until it right. gets
2: really awkward and
1: uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> right. every oh my god, text. I'm just I, I'm just thinking about how much fun I would have with this person. Like yeah, and look, it's maniacal.
0: Okay, let's anywhere. say she's Jared, with I'm, a monster like Jared. Let's say she. Uh, so there's like the, you know. Like if
1: I was the bro- brother-in-law. Oh, brother my God. brother-in-law is like a complete yeah. monster. <laughs>
0: right.
1: What do you think? <laughs> I, if she, if the brother-in-law is fucking with her, like, yeah, she has a right to be triggered because what would that's get you what to they're stop? trying to do. What, what would, would get, get you me to, to
0: stop? Yeah, if you were fucking with her. She,
1: if there's she actually, crying,
2: she started crying. This really hurts my feelings. Right. That Can would ruin please? the fun.
1: <laughs> that if she really uh, had a public meltdown I would walk away making like a face like uh, and then I go I would be on a separate group never chat making fun of again. her
0: You'd never say I her, wouldn't even acknowledge
1: her that right I wouldn't acknowledge her I would if she couldn't have fun with it like I would actually never like we wouldn't have a relationship <laughs> <laughs> this happened I I I I got I was fucking with someone I I'm a ball buster. Like I like making fun and being ball busted on. Like I, I do enjoy that type of humor. So there have been instances where like I sent a video to someone being like, you meant like they weren't at the time we were out having fun and they, this one person wasn't there. And so I sent a video being like, you missed out, you bitch loser. And they like, like this fun video. And they wrote me back like so mad. They were like you, you left me out, and like, and I was like, oh my god, I would never like send a video to someone that I didn't like. That's the thing. Like I was sorry. I'd be like, I like this person. I just think it's funny they get annoyed by it. It's not that deep,
2: right? But right. if they
1: made it deep, I would be like, oof. I guess we don't like each other's humor, right?
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> so, so solution A, go with it.
2: Solution right. B, just cry
1: melt it down back off yes <laughs> no, I like this the person advice. hates just... me so much now this person is like yeah. hates me in a way they can't even you were a you
0: up listener before they might not be not anymore, anymore. <laughs> right.
2: I like the advice of like don't take yourself so seriously you know that's... just kind of roll with it I, I I hear you on that that's at the yeah. heart of it
0: I'd give it a three I don't really feel like it would bother me very much, especially if it was like, I, I think it's not like the wrong name. The wrong name, I think, is very insulting, mm. but a inability to pronounce the name. Not that hurtful to me anyway, personally.
1: I give it a 10 for the aunts and uncles. they
0: like they're 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 triggered.
1: If I'm the aunt and uncle, I'm triggered at a 10 by her being triggered by the name mismatch. Right.
0: You're insulted right. by the, uh, that by
2: even the, the, the idea that it would be insulting. Well, look, right. I could see that as a comedian, you can't, I mean, it's, it's probably puts a lot of, you know, would, I don't know what the expression is, but it stifles you to have to worry about offending people all the time. So I could see a comedian being triggered by the fact that someone's offended by something so small because then you can't. At some point, you can't. You probably have some really funny
1: stuff that you can't even say because right. You no, don't want to offend well, people. N- no joke I've ever told has been to make someone feel badly. Right. You know I've never I've never started at how do I get this person, even if I was doing a roast, it wouldn't be about how do I embarrass this person. It's about how do I take something from their life that's funny and make them laugh at themselves. Like I, and so when you. Like, what, uh, like, internet comments that are, you know, anyone who comments on the internet, like, angrily, I just think is, like, the saddest loser. Like, they, like, for them to, like, go to the place of that I started at mean, I think so mm-hmm. sadly for them. Like, like, I'm like, how did you, your first thought was that my first thought was to be mean to someone? Wow. Like, life must be pretty upsetting to you. So, I, I, whenever someone's like I and I don't I'm not I don't live in a world where like everyone's offended like I do believe you can be offensive like I think if a joke is told wrong it can be offensive that I think that's the responsibility of the joke maker but and you can fuck up but I think if someone believes that your fuck up was because your intent was to be mean Mm -hmm. I'm like I can't get it yeah yeah I, I hear that. I do think,
2: you know, obviously from my perspective, when people do have those past experiences of bullying or trauma or whatever, it's like that, that their antenna are up all the time right. and they do not give people the benefit of the doubt. And I think that's what happened here. You know, she was not giving them the benefit of the doubt. And then that turned into perhaps this intentional poking when in the beginning, it probably didn't start that way. Or def- I'm sure it didn't start that way.
1: I love that we've just been convinced that these aunts and uncles are fucking with her. I love that
2: that's... <laughs> well, you
0: did, you did make a very strong argument very for strong it in argument. our defense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's true. You really turned the tables on us on our own it's, show. It, um, right. It's what I would do. <laughs> yes. Well, Be mean, Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. This was such a fun episode. I feel like we had a good mix of some fun times and some deep conversations. Um, where, if the audience, I'm sure the audience already follows you, but if they don't, uh, what should they should they know? Where can they get more? Where can they Listen, get their own name roasted?
1: <laughs> right. If your name, please don't DM me. Sorry. Um, I <laughs> whoever you are. I would say thank you so much for having me. My the only uh, the only regret I have about doing this is that I can't listen next week. This is I've oh. lost one of my podcasts. So uh, I'm a huge fan. Love your to the dynamic you guys have. This is and when you in a new show that's hard to find. But you got you know fa- the familiness of it it, it. it 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 drenched. It's drenched in the show. So. You're um, an honorary thanks. Abraham Skolnick sibling I, at this point. I'm so happy to be. I, I'm, I'm, was... a, I'm a proud member of the, of the family. Thank thanks. you for having me. Yeah, they can find me wherever. I'm in Vegas this weekend <laughs> if anyone wants to come to some shows. <laughs> I'll be in Vegas. Um, I'm going to Europe. I just announced oh, the yeah, Europe European. Dates. tour. So oh, yeah, European tour. Oh, fun. I'm excited about that. So London, Amsterdam, Copenhagen, so jaredfree.com if you're interested in my date.
0: jaredfree.com if you've seen jared stand up and dr name you've seen it right it's oh my so god funny. It's it was so good
2: really i had
1: such a good time that Thank was you. really really funny that was great i was laughing I got, the whole time i got all this new stuff about my mom now and then my mom and i told her that and she was like what are the jokes and then i like i was like fuck um and i'm like <laughs> trying to like tell her I was like you know how you don't know how to order coffee and she's like what are you talking about like she just didn't get it right away I was like "All right, we'll talk later you know if only
0: everyone had the cathartic outlet of just doing a public stand up show to to roast all the annoying things that their mom does right
1: right it's a dream right well or or come to my show because your mom probably does the same thing as mine same exact thing right yeah totally so
0: exactly jaredfree.com check him out and listen to all you know J Train podcast you up, podcast. You know where to find him.
1: And if you're an ex of mine listening, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I hope.
0: Sarah, you're sorry, not sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think we have a title. There we go.
2: This was fun. Awesome. Let's we'll do it again. That's our time. Great work today.
1: Oversharing is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Salz McCaffrey. Editing by Basilio Perez guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Send your advice emails to oversharing at betches.com or leave us a voicemail at 646-363-6294.
0: Batches.